Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Disablest Report, official podcast of the Disablest Network. It's, uh, well, welcome everybody, because this is actually the first episode that we're recording uh, after the first of the year, so Happy New Year, Happy 2022. Um, if you want to know any more information about us and our organization, you can go to our website at www.disablest.org, spelled D-I-S-A-B-L-E-I-S-T. I know that everybody probably knows how to spell it because you clicked on this and blah, 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 whatever, but just in case, I like to cover our bases there. And then um, I would like to also say that if you want to support our show um, in any way, uh, you can do so in a couple of different ways, but... Um, you can go ahead and head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com backslash the Disablest Network. And at the end of the episode, we will be giving a shout out to our pa- our top two tiers of our patrons, one of which happens to actually be our guest for today. So um, coming back for the third time because he is a dear friend and knows a lot of shit and uh, works in the arena, uh, Mr. Jesse Schwartzman. Thank you so much for coming on the show again. Thank you so much for having me. I'm definitely honored to be the, uh, to, to, have, to have been on the show. It's my third time. I'm super excited about that. And the first, and the first guest, um, of the new year. Hope, hope it's going to be a, hope it's going to be a, positive year uh, hopefully it's going to be good for the both of us it's something i'm very excited for so yeah uh and thank you so much for having me yeah I'm super excited yeah it's things are kind of wonky right now with covid and especially down here in florida and uh to all our disabled um and allies which is going to actually be the topic but for all of our disabled <laughs> and allies uh listeners ally listeners um do what you need to do to be safe. COVID is going absolutely bonkers right now. Um, get vaccinated, get boosted, all of that good stuff. Um, but anyways, so I kind of spoiled things a little bit. We're talking about allyship. I think that that is a super important topic that disabled people don't talk about nearly enough. Um, and I will also say that um, I think that it's super important because um, since disability covers such a wide range of diagnoses, I feel like people, for instance, if they were to look at you and I, um, we do have, um, to, to use uh, terminology uh, that Rebecca LeDuc uses in her book that uh, disfigured or whatever, you and I look disfigured, right? So people um, might look at us and feel awkward about even asking us questions about being disabled, right? And, and all of that kind of stuff. And I know that you, like me, um, are very open to talking to people about your disabilities um, and, and all of that stuff. And so, you know, it, it's really important. Uh, education is the most important part. Um, but anyways, before we get into the topic and I ask you to weigh in on that, um, in case people have missed the first two installments with you on them, um, would you mind giving them your uh, diagnoses and a little bit about what you do and all that jazz? Yeah, sure. Um, so for the people that uh, that didn't hop on on part one or part two, we've kind of entered that that part three. So it's like a movie, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a movie. <laughs> whole trilogy of things so uh yeah so 
I am someone that was born and raised in New Jersey. Um, um, I'm, um, I, um, 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 I'm someone, as you can tell, is a, is a, is a person that stutters. Um, and when sometimes I'm trying to get different words out, doesn't always happen. Thank you so much, guys, for your patience and your time as I try to say some things as words start, uh, start to come out. Also, um, I was born with only three fingers on my right hand, so I was born without a thumb and a pinky. Um, Welcome and to the things... club. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Um, it was just something that just didn't come in. Um, it was just how how um, I was actually born. Um, I was actually born... Um, having my hand was like curved and it was curved on the side of my arm. Um, hence why my arm is curved because it was such curved as it was being formed and stuff. And, uh, yeah. So, um, it's, it's something that someone could obviously see someone, something that people could obviously tell, but I just, uh, keep on going and, and I'm always, and if someone wants to ask me about it or talk about it, it's totally cool. I'm super open about it. Um, so things that I'm doing now, um, I'm actually doing a couple, a bunch of things. Um, so over the past year, um, I've gotten very, uh, very active in the New Jersey disability uh, activist community. Definitely joined a bunch of groups. I'm a part of about five or six different groups. Are you still part um, of the uh, Young Dems? Yes. Okay. So, um, so, um, coming up in a couple of months is going to be ending up my first year as the as the chair of the Young Dems Disabilities Caucus. Um, we're probably going to have our first event, um, coming up hopefully in hopefully for in a couple of months um i'm not sure about a particular title um of the event but it's something that's going to be going on um and who with the covid crisis the covid pandemic uh the thing that just doesn't end because uh let's just say short story long story people yeah. Yeah. People, well, you know, people. when that gets closer and everything too, um, yeah. you know, get me the information and I'll be sure to post yeah. everything on Definitely our, you know, our, our Facebook page or, or put a link on our website. And, and, yeah, that know, would be awesome. Yeah. Thank all that you good so stuff. much. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Um, um, so, okay. So in that arena, since we're talking about all of this kind of stuff, um, I do want to get, you know, it's a little bit down the road in the agenda for this episode, so to speak. I, I want to, like, build up to it. Um, but allyship has always been something um, that has been kind of a precarious space for disabled people, right? Because, you know, just to be blunt, 
a lot of us, myself included, need help doing things, right? Like, especially with our care or, or whatever it is. Um, and so allyship is super important because without allies, people like me wouldn't be able to survive, really. Um, so I wanted to start by talking a little bit about what allyship is, what it looks like, um, why is it important, and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, like, so in your purview, um, how do you define an ally to the disabled community? Yeah, so someone that stands with us, someone that... To use an able's is... turn of phrase. <laughs> 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 wow uh yeah we kind of kind of walked right into that one or... <laughs> that's okay i I always say that stuff i'm gonna have a shirt made that actually like it <laughs> says to use an ableist turn of phrase because i do that constantly so i wasn't trying to call you out i was you making a joke right into that <laughs> yeah you know? so. anyways yeah so uh yeah so it's yeah, it's something we definitely need. It's someone it's just someone or, or a bunch of people or or a group that we can definitely count on. It obviously helps us show uh it probably oh obviously shows other groups that we that these are issues to that definitely matter to us, but they also matter to everyone, to the public, to that something that affects one group affects everyone because what is going to happen is as we get older and older, if you aren't already a part of the tribe, your chances of joining our very cool, a very special tribe are going to keep those chances are going to keep going higher. So you might as well, might as well join us and help us. And so to actually take that question even further is to is to just ask questions. Um, sometimes people love to just have people there to just ask questions. Um, um, sometimes people just like to just have someone that's just there that's just definitely learning. Um I have just been having just such a huge opportunity to definitely get involved and to actually pay to and actually getting paid as is something that's as is something that's my job, you know. It's an it's an honor, it's definitely a privilege. And even though that's something that I have an opportunity, I still have so much to learn. So I am definitely someone that definitely wants to learn more. I'm someone that's ready to listen and definitely very focused on taking taking that step of being a listener, mostly first and then going from there and just paying that ally that is just there to hear and there to help if I can. Yeah, I'm wondering too if... Uh... You know, because we've had you on the show before and you've already talked about your stutter and the headspace that you're in uh, because of that and all that stuff. And so I wonder if, um, you know, your predisposition to listen and all of that stuff, um, I feel like you probably have had, um, you know, a little bit of a, uh, 
again, to use an Abel's turn of phrase, a little bit of a leg up in that regard, because you are so you are such an adept listener um, because of the way that you have to navigate the world. And so for you, it was probably a lot easier to to sit there and take the time and actually listen to what allies of this disabled community say, rather than some people who are more you know, gung-ho, or maybe Pete, there's a lot of, like, assumptions that people make about, like, oh, you know, you're not disabled, so how could you possibly know what I'm going through? Which, granted, there is some legitimacy to that claim. However, the other thing, too, is that we don't want to, like, scare people off at the same time, right? Like, if, if we jump down everybody's throat and be like, oh, you don't understand what it's like, then... <laughs> nobody's going to give a shit about us. They're just going to be like, oh, look, these are like those you know, those ornery disabled people yet again. Like, they're just so pissed off all the time. Which, I mean, a lot of us are pissed off, but be pissed off because of injustice. So, you know, yeah. that, that yeah. sort of thing. But I did want to point out um, real quick, and you can weigh in on it a little bit too if you want, because you probably have a little bit more, um, like, formal knowledge on this than I do. But I do know specifically that, um, okay, so... A big reason why allyship is really important um, is, you know, legislatively allyship is really important. And what I mean by that is that the reality is that there are not a lot of disabled people in Congress and in the Senate, right? And the way that United States democracy works is like, you know, there's a bill presented and, uh, you know, bills get passed and all of that kind of stuff because they win a majority vote, right? Well, if people don't necessarily know a lot about disability, if they aren't disabled themselves, if they don't have any family members that are disabled, um, what are the chances that they're going to look at a bill and be like, hmm, this group of people needs X amount of funds for whatever. Do they really? And then, you know, they just don't sign on the bill or whatever. As opposed to somebody who maybe has a family member who is disabled, who's in a wheelchair, um, who has a diagnosis like Down syndrome or something like that, they're definitely a lot more in tune to what our needs are and, and recognize, oh, there's a dollar bill attached to, for instance, I'll use like my own experiences, like there's a dollar bill attached to getting people the complex wheelchairs that they need, right? Like, however, you know, the, the empathetic senator or... Um, congressperson uh, who's going to vote yes on bills that would help me, for instance, get better funding for my wheelchair is going to trend on people who are sympathetic towards like disability injustice, people who know a little bit about disability because they have a nephew who's in a wheelchair or whatever that may be. Right. Um, so the really important thing that I want to make sure that everybody understands is like, we do kind of have to quote unquote, play the game. Um, and you know, if for instance, um, I do legislative work on behalf of the company that I work for, um, I work for a complex rehab technology provider, um, and we go to DC every year and we go and we speak to a lot of local, um, offices, um, a lot of the local Florida offices, um, about, you know, bills that are being put forth and why they're important for people in wheelchairs to get better access and all that stuff. And if I went in there, my, my angry old self and was like, listen here, you motherfucker, <laughs> like you need to vote on this bill because Here's without it, happening. yeah. And like, 
nobody's gonna, I wouldn't vote yes on that, you know, like, if there's a bunch of belligerent wheelchair users that could, like, that are, like, you know, storming my office, um, now, obviously, it was way different, because, you know, I say storming the office, and I think about what happened in, like, when, you know, we occupied the Capitol to get, like, the ADA passed, and, like, there's a time and place for all of that, but I'm, I'm just saying in terms of, like, little smaller pieces of legislation that we we still need obviously because the ADA is now seemingly becoming outdated <laughs> um yeah. you know we need to to have like a constant presence in DC and all that kind of stuff but anyways that's why allies are really important is because there are a lot of people in power that hold high positions in legislation that are not disabled and it behooves us to you know not just not just pander to them but like it and i'm interested to hear what you have to say about this jesse with your experiences but like we need to you're not going to be able to educate people about what we need if you go in there being angry already i guess is my point right um what's your experience been like with with that kind of stuff yeah um yeah so I would say just my whole outlook, and this is just just coming f- coming from just how I approach people, period, and my different experiences um, working in campaigns and in politics, and now and my new role is to just always have a positive outlook and positive to just hear everything what people say. Even sometimes the um, outlandish things that things that people could be saying. Um, there were a couple of things that I heard from people that I've just come into contact with. People that I will be potentially working with. And about certain things in, in current pop culture or in certain things that we're living with a, a, a particular opinion on the on what's going on right now and it's like it's it's definitely very interesting are you talking about um, like the like specifically about like vaccination yes and, yeah and the, yeah it's well we you don't pandemic. have to curb your stuff and here like it's we, in new jersey yeah. and these people are in new jersey so it's 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 it was very interesting, and uh, it's so. I'm someone that's had lucky of to just of to meet people from so many different walks of life, from so many different backgrounds, from just going to all different parts of the country. So it's something that's it doesn't it it shocked me that I heard it here, but it's something that happens. So. Something that I would say is just be open to anything and to just be positive to, to obviously, you know, kind of read the room. So gauge how things are going. So that would definitely mean because I want to use different examples because I've heard on because I watch different podcasts and all that stuff. And they don't use actual examples. They just say, 
here's how I did it. And I did it this way. And that's it. That's it. And then they'll just go off in another tangent. Yeah. I want to use examples. So, um, so how I actually, I had a meeting, um, um, with the legislator and this was something called a loop, a something, it was called a, a induction loop, which for people that don't know about the particular thing, um, it's, it's for people that are hearing impaired. It's basically that if a hearing loop is actually there, it actually links their cochlear implant or their, or their hearing aid. I'm not sure if it's a hearing aid. I could be off, but I, I definitely know it's a cochlear implant. Okay. And it actually links to it. So you can he- so per- a person that's hearing impaired can can definitely hear more hear more clearly. So what we were advocating for is we were actually advocating for that to happen in New Jersey. And we went in there and we definitely explained the process. It definitely helped that the person that we were talking to had this lived experience mm-hmm. of having a family member that actually has this and actually knows by seeing their actual, actual, actual of actually seeing that person, actually seeing the actual change that it did um, for them. Um, And, and that definitely showed that they were already um, um, on our side. So that was great. Um, so what happened was it was a great meeting and it, it definitely didn't get to our goal at this particular time, but you know, down the line, it definitely could. So Something that I would think that it would be definitely helpful is, is to definitely focus on different people, focus on different leaders that would be easier selling, how it would be easier to talk about your particular issue first and get that confidence and get that strategies and see where they potentially could have issues with work through it with them and, and, and then go from there because it's going to get a lot harder, but if you're getting less hesitation, hesitation from people that are that are trying to help you, then that should be a good sign of A, is this something that is gonna move forward? Is it something good? Or B, is it something that we don't really have that much support and we should stand back on it and stuff like that. So what I would say is to definitely focus on people who are gonna help your group first versus people that probably aren't because as we've seen from a 
a pretty almost near popular from everyone of an infrastructure plan, as you've seen in our current politics, that Democrats loved it, independents loved it, and Republicans loved it, but the Republican Party did not vote for it. Yeah, yeah. So it could just be a sign of they like it, but the just politics are just not there. Yeah. So if the politics are just not there, you kind of have to be like, yikes. Like, is this is this worth the fight? Yeah. And that's why you have to look at things from all different types of things. And yeah, I do. that's why timing is important. Yeah, I do want to um, make sure that, uh, well, in case people don't know, too, like when you go and you're talking to these offices, you're usually talking to like the, the legislative aides for whoever's office that is. And that would so, be correct. Yeah. And so like what, what Jesse is talking about is a really good idea is maybe get an idea which legislative aid is because they now they have legislative aides that specialize in certain areas in like, yeah. you know, try your best to get an appointment with with like their person who specializes in healthcare, for instance, if you're going in and talk, you know, wanting to be a proponent of something for like disability related for funding, like what, like what I've done with the National Coalition of Assistive and Rehab Technology, NCART for short, um, and all, all that stuff. Yeah. It's like, uh, it sucks that we have to play the game, but at, at the same time, you know, like it is a democracy, you know, you do have to play within those lines and, um, you know, as you were saying, which I think is an important thing to point out, because it's really easy, I think, for a lot of people to jump on a bandwagon of like, you know, historically, um, at least before like the parties flipped in, I can't remember the year, 70 something or whatever. Um, but, you know, in, in since that flip, Democrats have been known to be more sympathetic to issues related to disability rights. Um, than conservatives have been. Um, however, that doesn't necessarily mean that conservatives don't care about issues related to disability or disabled people. The way that politics works, as Jesse kind of like pointed towards, is that like, and I butted up against this in our most recent uh, venture um, virtually to DC, is that um, I got one Republican office to sign on um, to a, a letter that we were trying to get passed for seating elevation, for instance, for coverage for seating elevation, because it's not covered um, by <laughs> Medicare and, and all Medicaid, whatever. And then insurance companies follow whatever Medicare and Medicaid aren't, are or aren't, um, you know, supporting. Um, so I got, you know, a conservative um, congressman that, was interested in the bill and said that he was going to sign on. Um, and then when I went and did my follow-up email, I got a response that said, Oh, well, you know, um, the Congressman is going to check with blah, 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 blah offices because they have offices that they partner with both on the liberal and conservative side. And this specific office wanted to make sure that their companion offices either were or weren't for the letter that we were like being proponents for. Right. Um, and so I got kind of agitated because I was like, well, they said that 
they were going to sign it. Now here they, whatever. But like, you know, the reality is, is that if there aren't a lot of conservatives signing on that bill to start with, other conservative offices aren't going to be prone to also then give their support. I'm not saying that it's necessarily inherently right. I'm just saying, like how Jesse was mentioning, you know, the game that politics is, unfortunately, that's, you know, those are the areas that we kind of have to, like, you know, juggle um, about, you know, through all of that kind of stuff. So anyways, um, we don't have a bunch of time left. Uh, actually, we only have a couple of minutes left, but I did want to talk a little bit about... Um, you know, we'll mention per se, because we actually only have like a minute left. Uh, uh, I touched on before about um, our hesitancy, Jesse, with with allies and how you and I both understand how some disabled people might be hesitant, right, to, to let others like into our space, right? Because as disabled people, we have fought a really long, hard battle to get the rights that we have. Um, and a lot of times the people that prevent us from having equal access, I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but tend to be able-bodied neurotypical people. Um, typically able-bodied neurotypical white men, if we're going to be really specific. Um, <laughs> don't at me because go and check the statistics. It's actually factually true. So anyways, um, so, you know. There is a hesitancy there, right? And I know that you, like, being being on the ground and, and doing a lot of this political work, like, you probably butt up against that constantly, right? About, about a hesitancy um, for disabled people to let allies into, specifically into that, like, political space, right? Because, like, we're worried about having the power that we finally have, which still isn't a lot, mind you, Um we're worried about co being co-opted again. Like, for instance, I know that there's some uh, political institutions in Florida, I'm not going to say which ones, but uh, are institutions for, um, you know, disability rights that have been run for, or that were run or are run, I, I don't know the current climate, but at least historically were run by non-disabled people but it's about law, it's about standing up for legislation and things like that, that directly impact disabled people. So it doesn't make sense to have an able-bodied, even if the, even if the, they are an ally or a caregiver or a parent or whatever, it still does not make sense for a non-disabled person, in, in my opinion, to hold that kind of office. Um, because that is an arena where we should have the say over our own bodies, over what is, uh, what we're advocating for. Um, and to have somebody who is not disabled occupy that position is, I'm just going to come out and say it, kind of an act of legislative violence. Um, maybe it's a little, a little harsh, um, saying that, but I feel like in this day and age, maybe not. Um, so anyways, you know, where that's what we're worried about, right? We're worried about being uh, about the disability rights movement now, you know, will always has been worried about being co-opted by able-bodied people because, you know, <laughs> dating all the way back to before the ADA happened and uh, all of that stuff 
that happened, you know, there were laws like pre-ADA, but, you know, it was still largely an able-bodied neurotypical legislative space that was surrounded by all that because there were definitely far less disabled people in office than there are now. And now there's only a couple really still. Yeah. Um, anyways, closing topics or that, that was a closing, my, my closing monologue for that about, you know, like why we may be hesitant, but as disabled people, as, as Jesse said before, um, this is why it is still really important to make sure that we be cognizant and we don't let, you know, somebody jut into our space and then kind of like take over and co-opt. Um, but it is still important because we still, we do need the non-disabled vote to be able to win, uh, you know, on, you know, for legislation to be able to win that would afford us better rights. It's just the reality of it. Um, so keep that in mind and all that stuff. Anyways, uh, Jesse. If you would not mind um, telling all of the good people how they can get in contact with you, maybe a work email if they have some questions related to legislation or political work, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. Well, thank you again for uh, putting me, um, having me on your show for the third time. This was definitely tons of fun. This was a great time. Um, if people would like to, um, get hit a hold of me they could definitely do that they could definitely send me an email so that would be my first name which would be j-e-s-s-e and then that'll be my last name s-c-h-w-a-r-t s-c-h-w-a-r-t-z m-a-n and then zero zero at gmail.com all one word um and yeah It'll be and, uh, definitely great to uh, talk and uh, definitely talk to to um to um anyone that wants to talk. And uh, Kyle, again, thank you so much. This was super cool. Yeah, and also, you know, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I said before our call, but you're also wearing some of our our merch, which is uh, I'm amazing. supporting. Yeah, I'm supporting my friend right here. So. <laughs> supporting fellow Crip content creators, right? Right here. <laughs> trying to get um, a good a good scene on my chair, but Yeah, no, that's real. you can see, see everything it, perfectly fine. Shirt, yeah, so. that's great. And uh just to be a God little um a little transparent too, Jesse and I were also talking uh before um we started, uh, hit, you know, we hit record on this episode, and uh, Jesse is uh, going to also be a um, a blogger for us um, in the, in the very near future. I am currently working on a piece about um, disability and poverty, and so to start things off for his first couple of posts or whatever, um, him and I are probably going to do a back and forth kind of thing where I'll write a piece, he'll, um, you know, like write a reply or a response, and then also move that. Um, move his argument forward and then, you know, I'll do the same thing. But, um, yeah, you know, if you're interested in, uh, writing blogs for us, um, you know, you can email us at getinfo at disabledist.org. Um, and you know, we can go from there. We're looking for dis both disabled people, 
um, and allies to write pieces because, you know, uh, apropos for the topic of this conversation, um, ally perspective is important. It's just also important to make sure that that doesn't overshadow and is seen as more legitimate than claims that disabled people are making ourselves. Um, so anyways, um, to round things out, I will go ahead and let everybody know where you can get a hold of our content. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube if you search for Disablest, uh, and will pop up, um, but we're youtube.com backslash the Disablest Network, I'm pretty sure. Facebook, you can follow us at Disablest. We also have a disabled-only group on Facebook, which Jesse is a part of, called the Disablest Nation. It's fun. Um, it is. It's fun. It's, Definitely uh, love the memes. It's there. I am uh, guilty of posting memes, so that's, uh, I'm one of those Almost people. Daily. But it's also a really good place if you're disabled and you're looking for other disabled people to connect with. Um, or there are also people who are actually in legislation that are a part of um, that group. So if you have questions about legislation and you are disabled and you want to join our group, um, we can definitely point you in the right direction and try to get um, any of your answers or any of your questions answered, I should say. Um, if you are interested in purchasing any of our merch, like the wonderful shirt that Jesse has on that we have talked about already, you can go to our store at cafepress.com backslash the Disabled Network. And then very last piece of business, uh, we would like to give a shout out to our top two tiers of our patrons over on Patreon. So our top tier, the Super Crypt tier, who have pledged $15 a month. Thank you so much to George Smith, Kelly Kidder, Adam Davidson, and Kara White, um, who is the wife of another person on our team, Mary White. Um, who we will be working with and have on other podcasts, and she'll probably write blog posts for us in the future as well. And then, shout out to our Cryptastic patrons who have pledged $5 a month, Annette Webb, Patty Pride, Ellie Stowe, and you're looking at him, Jesse Schwartzman. Um, so uh, if you would like to be a supporter of the show, as Jesse has been, and you are disabled and would like to come on the show, as Jesse has been, or if you would like to uh, write blogs for us, uh, or any of that stuff, as Jesse will do, uh, you can, like I said, email us at getinfo at disablest.org, or if you would like to contact me directly, my email is kyle at disablest.org. Um, so on, uh, I will go ahead and close things out. Um, on behalf of the Disablest Report in the Disablest Network, my name is Kyle. Jesse, thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> and uh, look for Lou to be on future shows. He uh, had a little bit of a family thing that he had to deal with today. Did um, you freeze? Uh, I, don't, I don't think that I froze uh, because uh, at least it didn't freeze on my recording. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so anyways... Um, like yikes! What happened? <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> um, so, anyways, uh, you can look forward to Lou and our other recurring um co-hosts to be on in future episodes, um, such as our good friend, Do good friends Dawson Gray and Sarah Goldman. So, anyways, um, with all of that being said, thank you so much for clicking on this episode, Jesse. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. You're always welcome. And uh, yeah, everybody, take care. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode. Click a click like and subscribe on Facebook and hit the bell notification so that you are notified every time that we upload a video. With all of that being said, uh, I've said bye three times already. Lou's going to be pissed at me. <laughs> Put an annotation in this video that says shut up, Kyle. <laughs> Anyways, uh, everybody, everybody, I will see you in the next episode. Take care.